0: Today we're talking about how INFJs can learn to stop feeling guilty when they stick up for themselves. And it's not like INFJs are people who allow others to talk bad about them or towards them when it's really obvious, you know, the typical bully, specifically INFJs who are adults who've experienced this in the past, they have learned throughout the years how to deal with this. So this isn't a typical problem. The issue is that we start feeling guilty when people get upset, when people feel hurt when people are feeling that we have done them wrong. And this is the most crucial part. This is the thing that really hits us. And this is the thing that holds us back very often. It holds us back from changing dynamics. It holds us back from setting healthy boundaries. It holds us back from being the person we want to be in many, many cases. And so we have to actually address it. We have to see what's going on because the point is we understand others. We're empathetic and we honestly feel, how others are hurting at that moment. And that in itself makes us feel guilty. That's what makes us feel the hurt. That's what makes us say, Oh, okay, I don't want to do this because it doesn't feel good in that moment. And that's the moment that we have to look at. That's the thing that we actually have to change because if we don't address this, if we don't understand what's going on, we're always going to stay stuck in a place where, yeah, maybe we're not hurting the person that we're talking to at that moment, but we're hurting ourselves over and over again. And you know that this leads not only to passive aggressive behavior towards the other person. So there's going to be tension in one way or another, but it also just makes us feel, very restricted. It doesn't make us feel good. And it doesn't have to be like this. The goal is to have positive relationships with all the people in our life. And if we feel it's not possible that we just create such a boundary that we can love people from afar. And at the same time, we don't feel like this is painful. We don't feel like we have to hurt other people's feelings over and over again. It doesn't hurt in our chest every single time. Guess what? This is possible today. We're going to talk about how to get, there. But before we get started, be aware the next INFJ Epic life bootcamp is just around the corner. We're launching this Saturday, January 8th. And the first live call is happening January 15th. So make sure you're on that waiting list. You get access to the early bird price. We also have a free masterclass this Saturday. So join it's here on YouTube. It's a live stream. You can learn more about the bootcamp, what it's all about, see how all the other INFJs who have joined so far, like what they've accomplished so far, how much, they enjoyed why they keep coming back. This is lifetime access, and on top, if you join this Saturday during the masterclass, you can also enter to win one free one-on-one coaching session with me. So there's a lot to gain. Make sure you're on top of it. It's 2022. Be your biggest fan. Be your biggest cheerleader. Give yourself all the opportunity to make that the best year yet very often when we're in a situation that really hurts our soul it has something to do with another person who we might have potentially hurt they feel either like you've hit their ego or you offended them it is something that they feel you did that in that moment didn't include their perspective you're thinking from maybe another person's perspective or from your own perspective and something has changed maybe you've outgrown them maybe a situation has changed maybe you've just done something or said something without thinking it through And then you feel the other person's reaction. We as INFJs are very prone to this. So as long as you know, this, it's already going to be easier for you. The point I'm making is that every single time this happens, it feels like a hit into your chest and you very often don't know how to react. Sometimes it is something where you recognize, okay, I did something wrong. I shouldn't have done this. I'm going to learn out of it. But very often it is at a point where you said, okay, I have now, stood up for my boundary. I have stood up for myself. This is something I don't want to do anymore. And we keep on asking ourselves, well, is this how it's supposed to go? Maybe I'm just running away from something I should be feeling something I should experience in the end. I can take it, but I also don't want to experience it. I don't want to look at that situation. I don't want to answer that person. I don't want to get into that confrontation over and over again. And I certainly don't want to experience this uncomfortable feeling over and and over again. And so very often we're in this situation and we sort of like back paddle. We get to a place where we say, I want to keep the harmony. This is too much for me. I don't want to have that stress because what for? I want to have that person in my life or I don't want to hurt that person. And so I don't have another choice, but you have to remember that there is no such thing as now I'm right or now I'm wrong. If that was the case, you wouldn't have such different perspectives. You wouldn't have a person say, Oh, you shouldn't do this. And then another person says, no, you should exactly do that. Okay? So there is no such thing that can help you to figure out what is the right thing. You can just feel for yourself what makes you feel better in the long run and what kind of price you're willing to pay. Are you willing to pay the price of discomfort in the long run for a little harmony now? Or are you maybe willing to pay the price for a little disharmony now in order to have harmony in the long run? I mean, a really obvious example is a relationship where there is some kind of abuse. Like, you know, physical abuse is very clear cut for somebody who's not experienced anything like this, right? So a person who's being the victim in an abusive relationship, of course, looking in from the outside, it's like, there's no need for you to feel guilty. There's no need for you to feel like, oh, if I leave my abuser, then they're gonna hurt themselves or, you know, they suffer so much and I'm their rock. I need to be there for them. For us, it's very easy to make that decision. Distinguishment and to say, you know, you don't even have to think about it. This is like so clear cut for that person in that situation. It's not that easy because they do feel so much of what their abuser is going through. They feel their pain. So it's hard for them to distinguish between what is their own opinion, their own feelings, and what's the other person's. And guess what? We INFJs have that tendency. If you look at this whole spectrum of narcissism and codependency, you know, most of us fall into the codependency line and this doesn't have to be so clear cut. As I said, in such kind of relationship, it can just be simple conversations with friends, with family members, with a partner or a former partner, whatever it may be, right? So how do we get out of this? How do we find a new balance? The most important thing here is to understand that you won't be able to create a new boundary without facing, That pain, right? I mean, no matter what kind of situation you are, let's take that example of the abused person in a relationship because it's like so obvious, right? In order for that person to step out of this, they have to go through the process of feeling like the bad guy. They have to feel like I'm abandoning the other person, I'm letting them down, I was the only one holding them, and now they're gonna fall apart, right? So, this is also what I can tell you as an INFJ. In order to get to the other side, there has to be a moment where you're going to feel guilty, where you're going to feel like, okay, this is hitting me. I am a bad person. I'm selfish. I'm self-centered. I'm disloyal. all of these feelings that might come up and they will come up. And if you don't expect this and if you feel like I'm not supposed to feel these feelings, you're going to run away from them. But it's totally normal because those feelings are just telling you that from your old state of boundaries, Now you're doing something that is more for you than it was for the other person. Let's make it a little bit more obvious. Even let's say you as an INFJ, and I'm taking extreme examples here, but let's say you're 95% concerned about how the other person feels and how you feel 5%. If you get to a place where you say, now I care about 10% how much I care and 90% of how the other person feels, that person is still going to throw a fit. That person is still going to make you feel guilty. Because it's a change in what they are used to. And this is not just about the other person. I'm sure we would even act this way. This is just normal human behavior. You're used to getting certain things and then you are not You're used to getting sympathy. You're used to your opinion mattering the most. You're used to let your anger out on that person. That's how a lot of people feel around INFJs. So when you get to a place where you say, I choose to care about myself like let's say 10% and only 90% for the other person person from the outside it's still going to look like you allow the other person to walk all over you and you care more about what they're feeling but how are you going to feel you're going to feel guilty you're going to feel disloyal you're going to feel self-centered and we're still talking about you thinking way too less about yourself so this feeling is going to happen if you're in the right or if you're in the wrong once you've gone through these emotions once you've sat with them once you've said okay I know I'm going to feel this way it's okay I allow myself to feel this. I love myself. Despite these things, I'm not going to run away from them. Once those feelings have passed and trust me, they will pass. You can then make a rational decision. And most of the time you will recognize, Oh, I wasn't demanding too much. I actually feel better now. Now that I prioritize myself more, I feel more comfortable. I actually even feel more comfortable around that other person because I'm walking less on eggshells and it's not going to happen right away. People are going to say things bad there's going to be some kind of protest, right? Because if that person was used to getting the 95% and now only the 90, yeah, that's going to be some, you know, protest there. But at some point that person is going to understand, okay, I'm just going to get that from now on. And now they can make a decision if they still want you in their life. And in nine out of 10 times, that person will still want you in their life. And if they don't, then this is not a relationship that is going to be good for you in the long run. Dynamics will change one way or another, but in most cases, it will be beneficial for both of you because you will not have passive aggressive thoughts or feelings towards that person that will come out one way or another. Even if you're trying to keep harmony in the short term or you're going to recognize, okay, I have to choose somebody at this moment and in the end you have to choose yourself. You have to choose your happiness because that's the only thing that can ensure that you're going through life as a happy, complete, fulfilled person who can bring not only good to you but also to others. So allow yourself to go through that process. Don't run away from feeling ashamed or guilty but here's the difference. It's not about feeling like you're going to feel guilty if you would say something. So that's why you don't. It's about actually taking the step. It's about maybe even sitting down beforehand and thinking to yourself, okay, I'm going to meet that relative, for example, in two days. And if they say something to me about that topic, I don't want to talk about I'm going to say something back and I know I'm going to feel bad. I know it's going to be uncomfortable, but I'm going to make a stand. So they might try it one more time maybe two times, but in the end they will learn that I will not turn back into the person I used to be. I will not keep harmony anymore. And so it's on them to choose if they adapt to my energy, if they compromise, or if they don't, but my energy isn't moving for them anymore in that extent that it used to. And that's going to make a huge difference in your life. So make sure you apply this in your life. It's actually one of the things we talk about in relationship management, which is pillar two of the INFJ Epic life. It's a big topic in our INFJ Epic life bootcamp. We're also going to touch a little bit on it in the free masterclass this Saturday, get all the information that you need. Sign up for the waiting list. The link is in the description, and I, hope to see you very soon. And if you want to watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video, how the INFJ shocks everyone.